Hello and welcome back to Malahi, a Dream SMP podcast. This is episode 5 and today we'll be talking about the continuation of the Lassanberg conflict and Eggpire plot with the obligatory punk mention, how Dream might act once he's out of prison, and our thoughts on Captain Puffy. As always, we'll mostly be referring to the characters by name and specifying when we're talking about the writers, and we're also more interested in analysing the characters, meaning we might get a bit critical of your personal favourite, so don't take it too personally. Uh, okay. Uh, so this week we have, uh, kind of a guest. We have a guest? Um, Where? Uh, you wanna... Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Danny. Um, I'm Danny or Doodles. Call me either one. Um, I do a lot of art and a lot of crying about the Dream SMP, and you can follow me at, at Danny to Doodles or at Doodles Alt, and also I have a Twitch channel where I'm streaming daily and dying. So, that's also at, uh, that's <laughs> twitch.tv slash Danny to Doodles if you want to join, um, if you want to watch me stream and cry about the Dream SMP, um, and break a glass cup while I'm having a breakdown over character dream lore, um, feel free to uh, stop by, watch my streams, it's, it's real fun. It's a lot of fun, lots of talks, mm-hmm. fun. lots of art, lots of music. Yeah. Lots of, lots of music. Um, okay, so we did this when we were doing our intros. So, like, how did you get into the Dream SMP in the first place? Like, did you watch someone before it started? Did you hear about it from a friend? Anything like that? Uh, there's a funny story about how I got into the Dream SMP. So, like, I was, like, at, around the time I was getting a lot more back into, like, watching Minecraft YouTubers. And I, I started watching, like, a lot of, like, Skeppy and, and Dream and stuff. So I was watching Skeppy, and he joins the Dream SMP, right? And that's basically my first exposure to it, was him just talking to Dream, like, just, like, messing around on the Dream SMP and causing chaos. Yeah, and then I got, like, the table metaphor, and I was just like, that's basically how I got into, like, liking character Dream, where it's just hearing his perspective about the Lemanberg War, where it's like, oh, imagine you invite someone to your house, you allow them to do whatever, but, like, they say, this is my table now, and then you're like, no, that's not your table, that's our table. And that's basically <laughs> how I just that that was like the the starting point to my spiral. <laughs> but like, man, Dream SMP is weird. I still I'm still not over my first exposure to it being Skeppy of all people. <laughs> I, I saw I saw the VOD and it, I, specifically to catch what that moment was actually like, and it was great. Um, I think yeah, it definitely speaks to the whole point of view thing that whatever your first experience with the Dream SMP is probably going to have an impact on how you view the story as a whole. Yeah. Like, I definitely came in, like, to Technoblade. So, obviously, my initial views of the story were, yeah. like, heavily then, influenced like, I, by I that. I just got, like, Character Dream's, like, explanation about his, his motives, and I was just like, hmm, this Lemanberg is sounding a little bit like colonialism. <laughs> and that was, like, my entire thing of, like, the, the Lemanberg war. It's just like, Hmm. They just kind of walked in, claimed this land, and then told everyone to fuck off. That's that sounds a little bit sus, in my opinion. Oh well, that, that's what the English that's what the do. English do. That's what the English seem to do in general, historically. Yeah. British reflex. <laughs> See a place, it is yours now. <laughs> okay. Did you guys hear about what happened this morning? No. It continues to be that the um. The Eggpire slash Badlands people are the most mature people on the SMP. 
and the most immature. It is amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Honestly. It's beautiful. Yeah. The dichotomy of man. I mean, Pong. I mean, I think I think maybe because their actions are based on like partially the egg's influence, but also the egg offers them what they want. So they're kind of better at understanding that other people will also do things like because they want to that they'll make bad choices and because they've been in that situation themselves yeah mm. they kind of understand and they're not going to judge someone too harshly for that yeah, yeah they all kind of just they all kind of just have something they want and they want to get it are we all caught up on <laughs> on the empire lore right now i have yes. caught ant Vaguely. stream i haven't watched That's any of this about stream. as far as i'm caught up people were joking about like Antwo's character just being like evil little guy and then he turns out to be the one who's like actually god yeah. he's only he was incredibly guilty. apologetic like he he has death i'm just wondering what the mm. hell the egg offered him <laughs> <laughs> the egg said i can get you a boyfriend and he was like oh shit <laughs> oh shit <laughs> you want your boyfriend on the smp just, just, just join me baby <laughs> Egg was like, I will get you that white list. Or the gay, the, or gay, <laughs> or the egg. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, quite a bit, like not like a huge amount, but a good amount of stuff has happened since a lot we recorded the last episode. A lot of stuff. Uh, mostly surrounding Quackity and Last Nevadas, uh, with some other stuff with the Eggpire. Oh, Last Nevadas. I can uh, update everyone on the Eggpire stuff. Yeah. So, what actually? Ha- what did Punk actually do? Because I still haven't heard that yet. Okay. So Puffy, to to explain it, Puffy moved into Foolish's summer home, and she set up the Llamaberg, which took up two chunks. Um, and it was almost directly in front of the Supreme fi- Fridge. So yeah, basically, Puffy moves into the Llamaberg, and it's almost directly in front of the Supreme Fridge. She said she moved in to um keep an eye on the Sandberg. Um. And Punk sees that, hey, Lalamaberg is huge and in front of my Supreme Fridge, so he takes down one of the towers for it. It has a sort of like sandcastle formation, like four to- tall towers on each side. Mm-hmm. And Puffy sees that Punk took down one of the towers, and she was also mad at Bad. And so in retaliation, they both went and just t- took down the entire Supreme Fridge. I have seen like her apology for it, which is like yeah, she apologized like a really terrible apology. It's like the whole, it's the whole like I'm sorry that my actions made you feel bad kind of apology yeah. where you don't actually sorry apologize that you were for doing the thing it. in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was she had a YouTuber apology. It's <laughs> 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 like I made a severe lapse in judgment. I'm sorry, my actions like, made you feel like, bad. Oh God, we're not we're not gonna get it. We're not gonna get a continuation of that plot line for a week because yeah. Foolish is on holiday. Oh, yeah. oh and so yeah. basic. So we gotta wait until he starts streaming again. <laughs> yeah. So Punk sees it. He reads all the letters. There's a lot of back and forth that Puffy and Bad declared war on him, and he's like, the cycle of violence only leads to more pain and suffering. Nobody wins in war. War is not good. We don't need to fight. He's, Instead, he's right. I'm gonna sue the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, let's rich. go. Let's go. go. Punk's on his fucking ace attorney arc. <laughs> Everyone on the fucking Dream SMP is a fucking lawyer, okay? Yeah, Punk's on his <laughs> lawyer arc. We're gonna get Big Law back into the equation. 
Let's go. Let's fucking he go. specifically <laughs> said Big Law by name. Fuck yeah, let's go! I mean, like, when we want to set up a courthouse. They, yeah, they have a courthouse yeah, in the sky the that they don't use that anymore. That never actually happened, but, like, it was something he wanted to do. They have a, they still have the courthouse, I think, that's, like, still up in the sky. I don't think they use yeah, it. Yeah, Rambo fixed no, it up, too. there's two courthouses. There's the one that was used in the Exile conflict. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think but anyone that, ever fixed that. that. Was... You know, the, like, the one that you, where you can drop their suspect into lava if they are too yeah. annoying. <laughs> This is, of course, a perfectly reasonable feature for a quite high. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. And then when the sky that was built for the Lamanberg election. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just there been there so, since. There's like three courthouses, like Jesus Christ. They don't use it. Why don't they use it? This was the. <laughs> you can like, solve so many problems and they just build one. You know, the prison could also, like, uh, function as, um, as, like, a good way to punish people for, like, actions if it wasn't run by a fucking. Uh, Weird character Sam. If it wasn't if run it by wasn't character run Sam, by Sam. Be, it could be used as for good. If it wasn't like yeah. evil, like the fucking prison is just hell on earth. It could, it could be good. Like they, it could be like it could literally just have been. Like, li okay, you go in here for a week. For it's like crimes. a timeout box. That's basically yeah. what Dream wanted it to be. And make it kind of like what uh, people who would exile would be at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like okay, you're being annoying. And you won't stop when we ask you nicely. So just spend a week in a nice That's little it, you're room. on timeout. We get to go into a courtyard every day. And then when your time's up, we'll go ahead and hopefully you will have, like, chosen to not stupid. be, like, messing with people. Yeah, don't, don't be, be stupid. stupid. Don't start trying to kill people or steal from people or you go back into timeout. Here's out. how we can reform the prison. <laughs> Until you can learn to get along prison with reform. people. Let's go. Here's how prison reform is still possible. I'm gonna... <laughs> first of all, first order of business for prison reform, we have to beat up character Sam. Yeah. First rule of prison reform, we need to get we need to get a warden that doesn't have violent fantasies about killing people and killing their ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because the prison is technically under the Badlands rule. Yeah. yeah that's mm. the most interesting thing about it. Like, when they were building the prison... For that really huge um, prison dirt laying stream, they specifically like made a deal because Battle's like, it's right next to my house. I want to protect Skeppy from, you know, criminals that you're going to be putting in here. And uh, they made the deal that the prison can be under Badland rule. Yeah. Mm, and it was basically like a way to get the Badlands more power. Like, that's part of the reason I think Sam agreed to it. Yeah. Like that and that he got like a stack of diamond I think it was, blocks. Yeah, two stacks? One no, and he a got set? a stack of diamond blocks, but Dream still paid him, like, as he was doing it. Yeah. Mm. Kind of like Wanbe with uh, Foolish in the mansion, actually. <laughs> did, did, has Foolish gotten paid for the mansion yet? Did Foolish ever get fully paid? Um, no. Yeah, I, I don't think, think he did. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I really don't know. <laughs> Because I've to seen be fair, like jokes about like, Honestly, just like <laughs> them giving him an apology. It's so funny when everyone, when, you know how there's a whole thing where people get Dream's character and they'll be like, they'll treat it like because, and it, it actually happens the same with uh, Wilbur's character. It's like, just because this character uses manipulation does not mean that every single thing that they do is manipulation. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen like people calling Dream getting Sam to build a prison manipulation. No, he paid him. No, he paid him. He paid him. Guys, if you hire anyone ever, you are manipulating them. I just want to make this if he's clear. Is, if he was manipulating Sam, then 
Ron Vale and Tilbo are manipulating foolish into building stuff for them. Carl manipulated foolish into building stuff then for him. Foolish like, is the most manipulative yeah, person the on the people server. people label H-bomb. like every action he does as manipulation, even if it's like a completely reasonable action or reaction to something. Mm. Money. Like it's only manipulation if Dream's character does it. Like yeah, when he pretends to be Tobo's friend despite being his enemy and planning to act against him, then it's manipulation. <laughs> but when Tobo does oh, the exact same thing while planning to assassinate him, that is apparently not because they were it's enemies. The double standards, baby. And like, do you know, understand that they are both mutual enemies, yeah. right? And also, like, like it. To be fair, I think character Dream probably kind of liked Tobo as president. Like, Dream probably liked Tobo as president, right? Because, like, he was pretty mm-hmm. chill with him, like, at the start. Like, like, like Tobo was, mm-hmm. like, not doing anything. Like, Tobo wasn't doing anything that, like, got Mexican on his nerves. the Manberg arc, he was pretty positive yeah. about yeah. uh, Tobo as president when, like, he, it wasn't like he was around. Even with, like, with, um... To hear yeah, that? Even with his, like, like his talk with, like like quackity and like stuff and like he was just like he was like talking up Tubbo he's like saying like he's a good president he's a good leader but then he finds out hey Tubbo's planning to execute you and Techno and then he's just like oh Damn fuck it. me for trusting Damn. anyone I guess <laughs> <laughs> and also because presumably if you learned that he probably learned that quackity was using the butcher army and everything yeah. and he was arguably like he was the one in control of that situation once yeah. again I am a Tobo apologist. My disappointment is immeasurable. It is like, I'm I'm more of a techno apologist, but like Tobo is fairly close up on that list. Mm. But like, techno is a character I'm ride or die for, okay? (laughs) But Tobo is pretty high up on that list. And everyone just like goes like, ah, Dream's character manipulated Tobo and Tommy and Ronbu, even though there's no canonical evidence for that one. Do not treat theories as fact. And then everyone just like ignores the fact that Quackity manipulated the Butcher army. Like he pressured pressured Tubbo. Uh, like Tubbo. He compared him to Schlatt to try and like undermine his confidence. Like he he was not being a good yeah. guy back then. When I think I didn't actually see it myself, but I'm thinking I I read somewhere that he convinced Fundy by saying you're an orphan aren't you isn't Techno gonna go kill oh, you oh yeah oh, God. character Quackity just knows I remember that actually I think I was actually watching those streams and yeah he was very much Quackity doing just that. knows like which... what to gets the people yeah which brings us to mm. Los Nevadas Lace Nevadas Los Nevadas Lace yeah Nevadas. manipulation contests between Wilbur fucking... and Quackity <laughs> over Tommy. I fucking love that it was so fucking funny to watch like it's just uh, just trying to like fucking ggg each other it was great <laughs> <laughs> and the wolverine decides to start the manberg yeah let me say this <laughs> the, oh my gosh i love wilbur like it, he's he's such a fun character to watch but he's so terrible he's such like, a he terrible was over there. person he was telling tommy like i mean you can leave me but no. Oh, I'm so alone. sad and alone. If you could and leave like, me, Tommy, oh but gosh. if I be he's sad and alone, like, if you like this, this, he says he says that he there's three people he cares about: Phil, Tommy, and Jack Manifold. I conveniently forgets he has an entire. He forgets song. his son. He also forgets then, Nikki. Like, oh. Just being a yeah. god awful. I mean, person. like, admittedly, Nikki would probably try and stab him. Yeah, Nikki him would stab him. She, she, she him, knows, so. like, he's a piece of shit. I, I don't know how aware he is of that, though. Yeah. Also, with um, with. 
freaking Wilbur. He had like Tommy have to be in control of his entire mental health. And like Tommy's like, oh, but if I leave him, will he pull another Pogtopi and start blowing stuff up? Am I gonna lose everything again? Oh, guess I can't leave Wilbur. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tommy, I please think get a lot of people there. kind of <laughs> misinterpret their relationship because they're attached to like the SBI dynamic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's not that the content creators a, have, and they try and project that onto the characters when they do not have the same kind yeah, of relationship. Yeah, like character Wilbur's just like straight up. And like yeah, you saw you saw the same thing with oh uh, like Bedrock Bros and Techno and Tommy, where like honestly like when you look back on that arc, it was kind of inevitable that they would end up going against each yeah, other. Yeah, like they were. Techno was talking Techno about hey, was can you do this? Can you do this? And Tommy was just sort of just giving him non-responses. It doesn't actually answer um, yeah, any of those think, questions of a positive. And you could tell. I think like 50% of the bad theories are like the bad predictions in this fandom just come from people who just really want SBI family dynamic to be canon. Yeah, like some. And like then some that clouds their view of the actual characters. Between characters that don't Stuff like really the other reverse psychology theory. The fucking. Oh, like I the hate whole that thing, theory. like, oh, Tommy is pretending that he doesn't want Wilbur back so that Dream will revive him. Like, that was, that was just, so stupid. So and they don't uh, think in character. Like, like, <laughs> I'm like, no offense to anyone who did believe in it, but when you look at the actual characters and the events, it just does not line up. That theory fucking, like, irritated me so bad. I was, like, reading it and I'm just like, are you kidding me? This is so out of character. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, it doesn't even make sense plot-wise. Like, uh, are you trying to tell me Tommy's a master manipulator? Huh? I wonder what that's about. also like. Also, it messes up their character. But yeah, it doesn't just. It does, even if it didn't make sense from a character perspective, it wouldn't make sense from a plot perspective because this is the start of like the main plot of season three. You want there to be more conflict. You want Dream and Wilbur to be working together because that gives you a cool villain duo that can go oh, and do like stuff. While also being in conflict with Quackity, which gives you this really fun. And then they've also got the eggs. So you've got this sort of three villain setup where characters might work together against foes because, like, characters who were previously opposed might work against an enemy that they hadn't, hadn't before. Or someone might side with one of the villains of the season. And I don't know, it's just it, everything like that is like a lot more interesting and it's like the obvious writing choice to take rather than taking both Dream and Wilbur out of the sort of villain pool. Yeah. Mm. Like you want to ramp up the action, you want to have more characters who are acting antagonistically. You don't want to make Wilbur suddenly like redeemed and nice. nice because he spent 13 years in oh, hell. Oh, he's so good in now and woo. Ah yes, total isolation. Total isolation is gonna make someone change for the better. And you don't want dream to just stay in prison and hopefully he is getting out soon because either he will be sad and he will make me sad or he will be evil and i will be happy because or they'll give him fun. a recovery arc my hopes are low for it but i really want it <laughs> i think we're probably gonna get like maybe a semi recovery arc followed by more like a more antagonistic things mm -hmm. and then ideally like a proper redemption yeah. like that's yeah <laughs> sort of like my vague prediction like when he first gets out he's gonna be kind of out of it because obviously he's been tortured for yeah. months and also so there'll probably be like an in-between time yeah. which can be kind of compared to um tommy's time 
with Technum after yeah. Exile. Followed by a bit where he basically kind of goes back to how he was before prison a bit, but obviously changed <laughs> because of it. I'm I'm I suggested before an unholy combination of Syndicate and um like Wilbur and Dream Dynamic. Because Wilbur, if you remember, Wilbur staying in in the Arctic with 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 Techno and Phil. If if Techno and Techno and the Syndicate like uh, um like in a in a in a uh, hopeful situation, they break him out or like somehow or like somehow they get him out. Right? Yeah. Uh, character Wilbur could still wrap his little fingers around him. Just like like have him wrapped around his fingers. It's just mm. like oh, I'm gonna manipulate man's brain and mail one way through this. Like how persuasive Wilbur can be. Like even like when Tommy yeah. was completely like trying to go against him and arguing with him, he still managed to like reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah, yeah into collecting stone from him. What I want to know is um, how the heck Dream would leave the prison. That's because what I'm wondering. I, like, there are mm. viable ways, but oh, in yeah. in the roleplay, with working within the rules of the roleplay, there's not nearly as many. I can only think of mm. two things. Character Michael's plan to <laughs> force another portal in there. I have no idea if that's going to actually work, but that's a plan and it's interesting and I want to see what happens with it. And um, exploiting the security flaw that that was in the the teaser clip that yeah, Dream but they have to know about it. Yeah, and the, that's what I'm and wondering. I mean, maybe because... the um, maybe the fact that he got the blueprints made by someone will come into play then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe something like when Techno visits, he's able to tell him about a security mm. flaw, mm -hmm. and then when Techno leaves, either by like being killed or using an Ender Pearl to get out. An underpearl stasis You'd chamber. Have to... um, he has that information and can come back, and that could also tie into Ronbu's arc with Techno telling him, "We're gonna break Dream out of prison." And obviously, like it's a syndicate, you don't have to help us if you don't want to. Same offer he made to Tommy. Uh, Tommy yeah. with destroying the Manberg. You can either stay out of it, or you can help us, mm. and that might drive Ronbu to basically get his memories back yeah yeah i want more inner conflict rambu and i want the voice yeah. back but i know it's not coming back yeah, i think he's gonna <laughs> finally be like okay i need to figure out why i helped dream yeah because he, something he did to used to help dream as the voice says his question it before like i think it was actually like way back at like doomsday i think we had the realization that he betrayed everyone except for dream like arguably because at that point he had no idea that they worked together yeah i don't want i don't i really hope that like it's uh, do you think character do you think dream would know like the difference between underwalking rambu and awake rambu because it doesn't seem like i don't know if he does it's I like it's no very possible he doesn't i think okay i think he does just because of how he had rambu right. hide the disc like from himself but still somewhere that rambu mm. would be but it could be Enderwalk rambu doing that knowing that he's not going to remember that he's working yeah. with dream i mean wait wait wait, no 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 mm. didn't dream didn't rambu remember dream saying i trust this side of you oh yeah it's actually kind of funny because like a while back like a while like before doomsday before mo we knew most of stuff, i actually had this whole theory i think it was like Actually, I think a few other people had it, but the theory that Ranbu was Dream's spy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And 
a lot of people thought it was just because I came out and she had his hands on the memory book, mm. but my idea was that a spy who doesn't remember their spot, their that their spy is the best kind because oh, they funny. can't break cover basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like that spy, if someone as far as they're concerned, they're on the enemy's side unless they're in the state where they're not. Until they remember the side that they're really on. Yeah. It's all interesting. I can't wait for the plot to 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 give me a <laughs> fucking aneurysm. Um. Anyway, yeah. Back to last Nevada. Last Nevada. Oh, last Nevada. Um, there's a few people joining. Um. Yeah. We've got Slimesicle, obviously, but now we've got Fundy. Oh, mm -hmm. and Foolish. Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically, Fundy is, hasn't really joined yet, but it's more like he has an open offer to join and is planning to. But he kind of wants to get his own life in order. Didn't wasn't Quackity the one who suggested he get his own <laughs> life in order too? Yeah, yeah Quackity said he Quackity actually said he yeah. can't join until his life is in order until he gets oh, his shit God. together. And uh, so you so you have Her Fundy character is just so sad. Who always loses? Whose own father does not consider one of the three people he likes? Jack Manifold is, God, higher up on the tier list than he is, and he's just—he has—he's living all alone God. in the woods, and he has like the signboard of things mm -hmm. he wants to do to get better, and some of them is pretty mundane, like eat better, go get some diamonds, whatever. Learn to camp. <laughs> Sleep. Oh god. Sleep. No, not the sleep one, not the sleep oh one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so for the friends one, he said he messaged Filza so until Filza like replied. And then Filza so said sad. he was a friend and cares about him. And so he was like, okay, I'll count that as two people. And then he messaged himself like it's I'm a friend. So and was like, oh, there's my third person. Filza yeah, like, so showed so just a tiny bit of care. A tiny <laughs> bit of care for Fundy's well being. Coffee. And he's like, that's two, that's two friends. Oh, <laughs> honey, we gotta get you some therapy, and not from the not from the uh, Fiverr therapist. Fiverr degree, <laughs> not from the Fiverr degree the therapist. I don't actually know what Fiverr is, so I don't really get that joke. I just get the it's vibes. A, uh, Fiverr is Fiverr is like this website where you can pay people like like five dollars or something to do like to to do something for you. Um, and like they made a joke about Puffy getting her degree <laughs> from Fiverr. Oh no! So I got her. Her yeah. therapy. Her you know that actually makes a lot fiber. of sense. How does that work? Like, it is does. It, like, forged or is it, like someone else's certificate? But I have just, no like, idea. their name out I... and pushing her own in the place. She paid five dollars for a therapy <laughs> degree. It doesn't even count as one. No. <laughs> that just made like that was a one-off joke, but that made that made everything okay, about her make so a real much question. more sense. With Lost Nevadas, do you think Quackity also partially wants to revive books so we can gamble bigger, like gamble canon lives? Because I do legit see that as something mm. he mm. would like want to do. Yeah, that would definitely be a really interesting thing to do when we make him a lot mm. more of a thrash. God, which at the moment he isn't really much of a threat he's like got rising threat vibes but he hasn't yeah, actually done anything open yet. super threatening to like a wide right, amount right. of people so far the only person like he's doing like individual yeah. things like he's blowing up purple's ufo he's torturing dreams yeah. stuff like that oh uh, yeah you know the casual torture but he's never done anything <laughs> intimidating you know like with wilbur 
got like the TNT at the mm. festival, something mm -hmm. where he was, you, you could know that he was completely willing to blow everyone of there up. And it's only chance and bad luck that meant that mm. he didn't. Oh, you've got, um, obviously shot exiling Wilbur and Tommy. You've got Dream building up the Obsidian Bulls. All of the villains, villainous characters, um, so far, I'm trying to think of a good example for the egg. The egg with the taking Probably over people's minds. Probably Ooh, when it, when it made, uh, Sam mm -hmm. eat, like, himself. Oh yeah, that was pretty scary. Oh yeah. What is self-cannibalism. All the other sort of villainous, antagonistic characters have had a moment that sort of defines, and you can definitely say, like, they are an active yeah. threat now. At the moment, Quackley seems to be like building up his power, biding his time. He hasn't really well, had I that moment. He's had yet. smaller ones, like when he let that Foolish die. Oh yeah, for sure. And mm -hmm. blowing up people with the UFO, yeah. and also yeah. he's torturing someone. But they're not like big, big it's moments. It's a slow burn kind of. Like the yeah. egg had mm -hmm. people at first actively going to kill them I think if it if they mess with it. At the moment, the audience knows that Quackley is like being an antagonistic character. But the characters themselves haven't realized mm -hmm. it yet. Except Purple. So I think at some point, whether it's soon or maybe it's later on in the arc, when he's kind of got more people under his influence, there's going to be a moment where there's sort of like the other shoe drops and people realize that he is not the good guy, the guy who's the hero who saved them from the egg that they thought he was. He's the bad guy now. And they've got to work together yeah, like, to uh, get rid Fundy, of him. Fun again. He has he has had dreams about Quackity being the bad guy. He has um, he has told himself many times how he ha he has to warn himself. He has had these dreams <laughs> that say you can't trust him. Don't take a steal. Do not do what he says. But he's still doing it, and it's like he is his own Cassandra. His own subconscious is telling him that not to trust Quackity to and he's do still it. doing it because he's alone and Quackity is the only person and he's desperate and he's so vulnerable like sliding scale of vulnerability exactly. to manipulation it goes from purple to fucking fundy yeah <laughs> purple's smart Didn't at least take yeah. <laughs> is shit option i'm honestly like really interested in where purple's character is going mm. to go from here Cause like I don't know, obviously, is he gonna just play a small role? Is he gonna play a bigger role? Well, obviously, a lot of that is gonna depend on like Ryder Purple's how mm. comfortable he is with role playing. Um, yeah, I feel he could like just maybe be really interesting. Gonna be involved in Las Nevadas, but like, I think he'll probably mm. be involved in Las Nevadas eventually. I can but not, see him maybe feeling right like away. a traitor role in Las Nevadas where he's working for Quackity but sort of reluctantly and he's Ooh. willing to turn on him to help whoever ends up going against him. Double agent. Yeah. There's a lot of traitors around. Double agent, fuck yeah. Because he definitely I... doesn't like Quackity but he might end up- Sus. It seems fairly likely he'll end up working with him anyway so I can see an arc or a plot twist like that happening. Um, honestly? <laughs> I'm just really excited for what things. happens in the future with Las Nevadas, and I hope it doesn't, like, go to shit too mm. soon. Like, I want it to be there and actively be a threat and, like, yeah. suck the mm. money out of people for a while. I don't think it's gonna yeah, open I think it's definitely... anytime soon because the bank needs to be built because they're gonna use the bank right. money. Mm. I think we're definitely in the very early stages yeah, of the arc where people yeah. are only just 
learning Las Nevadas exists. So yeah, the next, like the roads aren't I guess, even built yet. logical extrapolation from that is that mm. it's going to open, and maybe that's when it becomes more of an mm. open threat. But yeah. by then, enough people have sort of been sucked yeah, in yeah, yeah. that they right, can't right. just gamble, stay away. It, it's become an actual mm-hmm. threat that they can't just ignore. Yeah, yeah, and they're just some people are gambling yeah. away all mm-hmm. their money. Yeah. Oh God. Never let me into Las Nevadas. So I'd spend all my money. Oh, I have yeah. a, I'd have a borderline gambling. I don't think I would get sucked in just because I played um gambling, really, really close to gambling, just not with real money games. Like from way younger than you probably should. And I've always been good with just being like, no, I, I think I will stop playing. Crockety wants to make Minecraft a gacha game, <laughs> and as he summarized Las Nevadas. <laughs> Quackity, Quackity read about Genshin and was like, I can do that. <laughs> I'm dead. I am dead. Yeah. You guys you guys want some Genshin Call me just like, you don't understand, Wilbur. I need to get Venti. I need it. I need <laughs> it. It's just like the same joke. <laughs> Please, let me pull three more times. We said the same fucking character. I really like those kind of open world games where you can just like run around like these towns and mountains and stuff and you can kind of make your own story. It's the same thing I do in Breath of the Wild, I've done it in Pokemon, where you just sort of make your own character and usually they're just like this mm. little like sort of, like they end up either being like this trickster who's like sleeping under trees and stuff and is just out for money. Or they end up being some sort of eldritch being who doesn't work by the same rules that everyone else does. And it can just be really fun to come up with like, your own like, stories. Yeah. Like, I just, with Zelda, Breath of the Wild, like, I kept going back to, like, the story, the story that, like, fits within the Breath of the Wild storyline where Link wakes up without any memories, but instead of him going on to be the hero, he just decides to like go off and hunt animals <laughs> in the snow but we're getting a bit off topic about the uh, about the egg pyre about the egg pyre i think it's interesting that ant was arguably one of the people mm-hmm. most under the egg's control like next to bad because ant never like like at least bad mm-hmm. questioned at some point ant never had those like questioning moments that we saw <laughs> he was always like yes the egg give it a poggers. kiss Poggers. Maybe I, my head cannon is the egg was like, hey, you want to be gay and do crime? And then Ant was just like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> the egg was like, you can be under Egg Clan. And he was like, oh my god. Can oh my I be, god. Will I eventually be a clan leader? And he was like, yes, you will be known as Ant Star. But yeah, <laughs> and he was like, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting because as you said, Ant might have been one of the least apologetical questioning of what he's doing underneath the egg's influence. And then we flash forward to now, post-egg, and he is genuinely the one who is the most sorry for what he's done. Yeah, he, when um he went to Foolish's stream and he came there with no armor, and he was like, I couldn't bear to come here with armor. And he like crouched down and was like, you can kill me right now. I'm so sorry for what I did. Will you ever forgive me? I'll do anything. And he was like genuinely apologetic and foolish. Uh, I love the character they growth. I love the character. Because any other characters, they still would have like, held a grudge and been like ugh but foolish was like no i truly don't blame you it was the egg that you influenced you were under and look you have your beautiful blue eyes back and And that kind of fits within like we i think we previously 
stroked a bit about foolish like and my memory is not the best so we may not have but i'm pretty sure we have and how he's one of the characters that is more forgiving because he's got his whole totem of death past mm -hmm. so he understands how people can change and how people can do bad things and then regret it later people change like the tides in the ocean as a great man once said and how that's <laughs> consistently been shown how he interacts with characters even those who have wronged yeah him. it's complete opposite of puffy's character i'm sorry i'm puffy critical i apologize i if you guys like puffy <laughs> i mean we put it i'm very puffy critical of every episode that we might get a bit critical of some characters so don't this worry. is gonna be me being very critical. I'm very puffy critical. She, she annoys does. the shit oh. out of me. Okay, mm. but Doodles. Okay, I'm writing it down to never invite Doodles. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna get canceled. with Puffy's character is like, he, sometimes he can't tell if it's a deliberate writing choice. Or not, yeah. That's... Or if it's just writer Puffy being not that experienced with roleplay. Mm. And there's definitely some aspects of her character, like the fact that she's had a lot of like arcs where she that had a lot of potential that kind of dropped and then it, yeah it, that you can see is like anywhere. just unfamiliarity with roleplay and not being entirely sure what direction to take her character in yeah um but like the biggest reason why i say like puffy is the opposite of foolish is that she does not forgive or if she does forgive she finds something else to put the blame on like during mm -hmm. when <clears throat> during ants like ant apologized and she forgave yeah. him but put it on bad that's what happened mm -hmm. like during ant stream uh well first off bad also kind of does this sort of whole it's not really my fault the kind of thing but at least he owns up to it and he he does eventually apologize and i feel like the reason <laughs> why he doesn't want to apologize in the first place is because he's he doesn't feel entirely guilty so he doesn't feel like his apology would be sincere enough or would be worth it mm -hmm. So he was trying to wait until he got to that point yeah. of, I actually do feel really bad. Even if though I know it's wrong, I actually mm -hmm. do feel bad now and I'm going to apologize. That's kind of, I think, a good policy to take with apologies where you shouldn't make an, like, I, I'm not a fan of, like, hollow apologies of saying sorry just because you're meant to do that. Yeah, they're just kind of I what Puffy you did. apologize unless you genuinely do feel sorry. Yeah. And then, uh, also have it backed up by the uh, armpit analogy like apologies are like armpits everyone has one and they all stink <laughs> only on the smp where they're having this like character moment and in the same breath i don't eat sand too many calories <laughs> yeah, me I eat a lot of well, sand. Why is sand eating a thing? You've got two confirmed characters who do I it. I can't. Is, is Minecraft <laughs> sand just canonically edible? Is that like a thing? Like the it's teeth of a hamster, I have to chew sand or else my teeth will grow too big and puncture my skull. Oh god. It'll be too powerful. But like, yeah. Ant's the only one who's genuinely sorry. Bad won't say he's sorry until he feels like he's sorry. Puppy says she's sorry. Even though she's not actually sorry, she says it because she feels like it's she's obligated to say sorry and to accept forgiveness mm. when offered. I think Puppy's character is definitely very defined by what she thinks she should do yeah. and how she thinks she should act. Yeah. Rather than like actually considering what the right or the wrong thing to do. Yeah. 
institution is and part of that is that she fits herself into specific roles like the therapist the mother the guardian the protector the fixer-upper and then when she, she doesn't does live up to the expectations of the title she's given herself mm. then she tries to shift the blame onto other people like bad, and then like tries the to take up a new role and see if that goes any better but obviously it doesn't because she hasn't recognized properly what she did wrong the first time yeah yeah. So she continues to make the same mistakes. It's very evident in her to apology to Foolish for breaking down his fridge. It's like she, mm. she she's sorry she he feels sorry he bad for like her breaking down the fridge, but that's not why he's upset. Why is when mm. is character Puffy gonna release her YouTuber apology video? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Also with the fridge, mm. she never accepts that she she never accepts that she she did something burnt wrong. down Punk's cat's grave. Like she did that, and mm. even when she was doing it, Bad told her that Punk had already given him his stuff back, and that's the reason she said she was burning it down. And then she took the corpse, and she says, "But I said I would fix it." But that was after mm. he had already seen it, and she's like, "Well, why did he react that way? Because he didn't. Because to, mm. to him." He had given bad stuff back, and she just out of nowhere burnt his cat's grave down and stole the body. Yeah. I think, yeah. like, Ryder Puffy would probably have a lot more fun playing a character that actually is more chaotic. Oh, yeah. And will do that stuff. Yeah. And just not feel any remorse not for like it. Ryder Puffy is naturally very And I very think that chaotic. might be part of the problem with Puffy's character. It's, it's, is yeah. that she's trying to play, like, I think... A principle that I think is important to think about in roleplay is if you want to ha really want to have fun make a character who would do what you do but does it for different reasons mm. because yeah. then you can just do stuff that you would do naturally especially if it's in a format like the dream recipe where semi-lore streams are things you can have a character who does what you do but give them different reasoning and motivation like you might yeah. blow up the community house because it's a fun thing to do on stream but if you give your character different reasons and motives to do that, you can make a complicated character while still getting to do the stuff that you find fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I think it's like one very of the, similar in D&D. It's like very similar in One of the things, problems with Puffy's character is what the character is meant to be, what Ryder Puffy wants the character to be, Does is at odds up. with how she, she screams yeah. and how she acts. Yeah. So there's a conflict that means there's a sort of incons inconsistency yeah. between what Puffy's character says and what she does. Yeah. That could yeah. be kind of rectified by sort of retconning the character into something closer to how Puffy, writer Puffy acts. Mm. Well, it also could, okay, um, two things. Like one, she blew up the community house and then was like, whoa, I rebuilt it. Even though she was supposed to be like, Oh, I'm the fixer of the server and I protect everyone. And yeah, she got upset when Randall pointed out that yeah. she blows but, but things also, up. For her hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a therapist. <laughs> but also, um, she could have it could be like a character thing where she thinks that she sees things while doing things that are completely mm -hmm. different and she tries to rationalize it to herself. Like her character could character could just be flawed like that like she's like oh mm -hmm. i'm the mother i'm the protector but she doesn't do those do things anything. she just like says mm -hmm. it and tricks herself yeah it's kind of interesting it. and that would that would make her actually a really interesting quote because there's a lot of characters like techno's character 
who see actions as being far more important than words. Mm. So it'd be interesting to have Puffy be a character who sees words as far more important than actions. Mm. And is maybe more likely to tell, take people on their word rather than considering what they've done in the past, for example. Yeah, I think she already kind of does that, but like, I think I, I think it really helped if it if you just acted more in line with that instead of like, because like, I don't know why, why, but her like hypocrisy just makes me so annoyed a lot of the time. <laughs> I think if you if you lean into that and you're like, you're more like, like aware of the fact that your character is a hypocrite. Yeah, you have to you have to lean into that yeah. fact. Like like if it it, it like. I think a self-aware character, like a character who does those things, is is less annoying if if you if you like if that's the point of it. But like, um, if it just like if it, sometimes it just gets like annoying if they're if they're like completely unaware mm-hmm. of how much. Well, you know the whole the whole thing. It's like a fictional characters can murder as many people as they want. Yes. But the greatest crime they can commit is being annoying, and a lot <laughs> yeah. of people yeah, find exactly. hypocrisy. Annoying. Oh, I, I yeah. So unless like, like, I feel like Bondu's character is fairly hypocritical, but you kind of got this he assurance it. that he's aware of. You it. got you, you know that it's the point that that's the point. That's the point of his character to be a hypocrite. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like self. He's like a little bit self-aware, <laughs> but of his hypocrisy. It's just I that know he's like that it's probably gonna get turned on its head when we learn more about Ender walking Bondu with all the memories. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just that's yeah, interesting because it creates this whole writing. internal. Just lean into a lot of the things. Yeah, know? just have fun with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, and like, like one of the things that makes Zombie's character arc so like... interesting is that it's so much internal conflict. Yeah. Mm. Also, Rombo's character is interesting because he's like, yes, I I stand for so much. I stand for everyone being able to change. But it's never contested because he never really interacted in a way with people who would have like contrasted. Like he was like everyone can change except Dream. Like who? <laughs> yeah. Once Wilbur mm-hmm. was gone, uh, once he was locked up, was the only person who like really he knew had something to like change right. or like could have changed. So yeah. He never had to actually believe mm-hmm. that he like, could just n- say nobody it. ever can. Yeah, nobody ever contested his his beliefs. I feel like post prison dream definitely would contest those ideals because of how much of a drastic change there is between him before the prison and him after the mm. prison. Simply because of the time that like the fucking constant like isolation, torture, starvation, mm. everything that he's done dealt with like in the prison art. Yeah. That's yeah. like that is gonna make him so much different from like pre-prison to post-prison like that is definitely going to contest a lot of what rambu believes it's like people mm-hmm. can change except dream but like dream is just so much different from the person he like, has the, changed like the well the idea that he had of him before the yeah. prison mm-hmm. and i guess I also with ender walking rambu rambu with uh, that those memories is really interesting because he definitely allowed his view of dream to be influenced by the people around him because like he met him like twice in canon right yeah and a lot of time he just like saw him talking with other people from a distance right but from what we know he actually talked ender walking rando actually talked with dream a lot so it's obvious that that's the reason they have such differing views on dream's character because one of them actually has the chance to know him 
and the other just mostly knows him from other people talking about him from other people's perspectives yeah and it's almost like you can almost see it as a bit of a metaphor for the whole point of view thing oh yeah yeah yeah, also also, um about rambu his ideal is almost contested but it's resolved like without him having to go through much conflict about it he says that he cares about sides and like people over sides and that's contested with doomsday and all that but it's solved because after doomsday he still gets to like be with tubbo and be with techno like it's yeah it was almost contested and he almost had to deal with it but luckily it got resolved without him having to do much about it i think that's probably why dream is just so tied to his his person his story because like dream just like is just the like the pinnacle of something that contests everything that awake rambu believes Mm. and and like they also do share the same ideals like like family and 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 no no sides only people (laughs) and it's like like they 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 there's a reason why ender walking rambu teamed up with him in the first place and i think that's just because they had the same ideals and Um, under walking rambu was like willing to like actually sit down and like probably understand where uh dream was coming from Mm. yeah it just it uh anyway i think we should probably wrap up yeah um we're on a bit low on time yeah okay (laughs) we had that was a lot of conversation this is really fun i really like this look i just i just think i just think that because of this banger episode everyone should leave a review everyone should leave a review and everyone should follow me on my (laughs) twitter Everyone should follow me on my Twitter and also follow me on my my twitch.tv slash Danny to Doodles and, and give me a prime. I'm D A Oh, you're you have a twi- a Twitch? Is it D A N N Y D E D O O D L E S? Yes it is. It's twitch.tv slash Danny to Doodles. Oh. I stream every day. I'm probably gonna stream I'm probably gonna start up my stream like um right after when, when, once we finish. So thank thank you for thank you guys for having me on. It was really fun. This episode won't be posted until Monday. Thank you for Yeah, well, I stream every day. I stream every day. Bye. 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 Well, thanks for listening to the fifth episode of Melhi, and we hope you enjoyed it. You can also find us at Twitter at Melhi Podcast, where you can ask us questions, suggest future topics, or just get updates about new episodes. See you next time.